help people, then I'm going to put my hands on them and they're going to have this great experience and experience their life potential even greater. Like, that's a little out there. And for me to be okay with that and to market myself this way is uh, is scary. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah. I was literally on, like, a client call the other day at home, and Farouk was yelling at probably Rogers and losing his shit, and I was like, so the people next door are really loud. There you go. Right? How was your camping trip? It was amazing. Uh, Something about spending a week in nature just really does it for me. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And I think especially this, us city dwellers need to prioritize that more, you know? Like, just being able to get into the dirt and ground yourself every once in a while. 100%. Mm-hmm. Whenever I go home to Peterborough, I always spend as much time outside with my shoes off, you know, because I feel safe to mm. do that there, you know? and Yeah, yeah. And be in nature. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you feel rejuvenated? Yeah, I feel rejuvenated. I feel grounded, which allows me to just move through my day with more ease and joy. Um, what else do I feel? I feel, well, we're in Leo season now. So I feel like revved up and fired up and ready to produce some work and whatnot too. So that's nice. I've been feeling kind of in the more feminine energy for a little bit and which is a good thing but now my masculine starting to speak to me that leo is we're in leo season so yeah feel good right now feel really good fired up is it uh are you a leo i'm not no i'm a pisces leo is in my i'm my moon is in leo i have a, a little bit of leo in my chart but my sun is in pisces cool yeah so, um, I'm kind of excited to tell you because you commented on my post and yeah, some real shifts have been happening, girl. Um, tell me about them. I'm so excited. <laughs> so, uh, oh, where do I start? Um, I don't even know where to start. Like, I'm currently <laughs> reading like five books right now. Um, okay. One that you recommended. One okay. that my therapist recommended, one that I, th- a couple more that I'm kind of working through, and they're all connecting, which is really cool. Um, I bought uh, three crystals, uh, one for grounding, one for, um, I want to say like abundance, money, prosperity. And then okay. a giant amethyst because it was just like, whoa, whoa, like I could feel it. Um, mm, it was calling you. It was. Like when we when we meet for our Reiki sessions, I literally feel such incredible energy like when you come in. And, and it's neat because when I went to this store and I walked over to this kind of area where all the amethysts were, I was like, whoa, I can feel this. And now mm. I'm starting to like – be okay with the feelings that I'm having. I used to always, like, I I do have anxiety, but I'm starting to wonder if my anxiety is actually just um, empathic feelings. Like, like I now I'm now I'm starting to believe like it's something spiritual that I'm freaked out about. Um, 
Yeah. Very interesting. I know. And lots of good awareness. Right. And even with the crystal that I bought for, um, like I bought, I got some pyrite that I got okay. for, you know, like abundance, prosperity, confidence. Um, I've had some shifts happen there. And it's not what I'm learning about all of this is the instant gratification. The ego has to go out the window because like yeah. it's not like I'm going to fucking win the lottery the next day. Right. Or or I wake up and my anxiety is gone. But I'm telling you, like people that I've met with, people that I like clients have been coming to me, Jazz, and been like, oh, let's talk about religion. And they're answering questions for me. Like it's mm. it's beautiful. You're getting all the pieces, however, however they come to you, you're just more open and, and allowing for that flow to happen. So yeah, I, I hear you. And like these, these encounters, like intense people, as I would call them, used okay. to make me really uncomfortable, but now I'm just opening up to it. And then, like I said, like I'll have a question about, for example, religion, and then my client will just start talking and literally answering the questions. And I'm like, this is wild. Like... Okay. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's crazy, but it's like, you know, when we're in alignment with our true selves and we aren't judging that, that's the abundance, right? It's all available to us. Any information, any amount of money, it's all out there available to us. And as soon as we step more into alignment with our true selves, it just flows. It's just the natural occurrence of it. it it's It's beautiful. Yeah, but I really want to stress to people because I feel like my mentality is always like we – okay, so I'm I'm working on something like instant gratification. Like the way things flow isn't always the way you expect it. Like you're not going to win the lottery or boom, you have, you know, a new job the next day. Like it flows in subtle ways and you have to – that's what I'm learning, you know, like – financially like somebody I met up with someone I haven't seen in a long time at the same time in chapters and was like you have to read this book lent me the book I open it up it's all about fi- like really beautiful financial options that really make you realize like rich like you know we have in There's our mind more than one way out there exactly exactly So, yeah. And so when we come into true alignment with ourselves, what we're doing is we're turning, we're returning to love and we are all love at the end of the day. We are born into this world with love and it isn't until the harsh reality of the real world and modern society kicks in that we stray from that. And then when we try to return back to love, to our true essence, it's hard because we've been conditioned a certain way for 20, 30 plus years. And now all of a sudden you're saying, well, this doesn't work for me, but it works for, it seems to work for the rest of society. So what's wrong with me? You know, and, and just that question alone is a deviation from love. If we can come back to a place where, no, this is true for me. This is real for me. And I'm not going to judge it. I'm just going to accept it. Then it's that judgment's gone and you've returned to that place of love. So you had said it yourself, like you were dealing, and you still are, I'm sure, dealing with some anxieties, but recognizing, well, no, this isn't really my stuff. I'm just, I'm holding on to other people's things. And now I'm realizing how empathetic I am, and I need to take care of myself so that I don't experience the anxiety that I have been experiencing, because this is true for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've also been uh, 
really like I, I bought a book and it's called The Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And my yeah. have you heard of it? Yeah, I've never read it, but I think it was popular a few years back. It was, and yeah. I find um, it went in line with like the book that you re- uh, recommended, um, The Dark Side of the, the Light Side. Chasers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also another one called uh, it's called. Um, surrender plus another one called uh healing the inner child by oh my god i'm gonna screw this up nick nactan or whatever his name okay. is. you know that famous monk <laughs> that one okay. uh, anyways um yeah where was i going with this anyways and i'm so conditioned by i think we all are we're so we conditioned are. by society that uh-huh. I live in fear all the time. If I'm not pretty uh-huh. enough, if I'm not wealthy enough, if I'm not perfect uh-huh. enough. And it's like now I've come to a conclusion. I'm like, this is – it's making me sick. It's hurting uh-huh. me. Like, And I think as a society, we can look at it even in a broader sense of a lot of the things that we do and we choose in our life are very fear-based. So you go to university and you get a nine to five job and you stay in that nine to five job because it has benefits. You have a pension and it's what everyone thinks that we should be doing. Oof, You know, that's fear based. It is. Um, One thing that I like, I'm I'm sure I'm going to push some boundaries on people's limiting beliefs here, but insurance. Fucking insurance is ridiculous. You're paying money in case something happens. Thank you. But it's a standard it's a standard norm in our society. If you don't have insurance, people look at you like, well, what's wrong with you? You're not protecting yourself. It's like, okay. So I love yeah, that you brought that up. I really do. Because <laughs> you and I both, we live a little bit on the wild side. I get pressure from my uh-huh. dad, you know, like, uh-huh. you know, and it's like, but dad... Like, no offense, yeah, you've got money in the bank, like, a little bit. I don't know how much, but uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know. Like, I don't I don't want to live that way. Well, just because you have money in the bank, what is that? How is that serving you? I um, mean, we yeah, know totally. that there's many people that are rich and very unhappy. And so, again, it's about being true to yourself and not letting society dictate on what that looks like. And oftentimes, that looks really weird. Like, for me, I know when I was stepping into myself as an energy healer, it's like, really? I'm going to tell people that I'm going to put my hands on them and they're going to have this great experience and experience their life potential even greater? Like, that's a little out there. And for me to be okay with that and to market myself this way is is scary. But there's a difference between something that is scary and stepping into it because you know it's going to serve yourself and others and it it psychs you to your core versus well i'm not going to do that because i don't know what's going to happen and i don't have benefits yeah i don't have the right certification or i'm not known in the western world as something that could be helpful to people's health and happiness and blah 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 the list goes on um and so it's about really allowing yourself to get quiet with yourself and figure out what's true to you and not judge yourself for it. And if you are judging for yourself for it right now, you know, like if you are, um, what are one thing that I was dealing with? So one thing that I was dealing with, um, we talked about this on our last podcast was overeating after my bodybuilding competitions. So 
when I was doing that, I was doing that out of a place of fear. I was restricting myself for so long, and then I was overcompensating by binge eating for a few months after competing. I did the same? I've done the and, same thing without even yeah, competing. And so, yeah, and and then and so for forever, I kept beating myself up. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And hating on myself for doing this. Meanwhile, my spiritual, emotional, mental bodies were crying out to me. And so it wasn't until I was able to stuff my face with junk food Mm -hmm. and do it while I was loving myself compassionately and saying, it's okay, Jazz, it's okay, I love you anyways, was then I was able to get over that, right? Wow. And so you have to be able to look at yourself non-judgmentally and compassionately with where you're at as you move to where you want to be in alignment with your true self. And that's the tricky part. Wow. Yeah, and moving forward with love. I I was kind of uh, resting before we did this podcast, and I thought, you know, there's two things in life. There's love and there's fear. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it. Hmm. And if it's not love, if it's not love, it's some sort of fear masked with sadness or depression or whatever it is but yeah at the base of it all that there is really only two things and the paradox of it all is that they're opposite they're they're oftentimes the same side or sorry i'm i'm kiboshing this they are often uh, (laughs) no i know exactly where you're going with this i know yeah they are this different side of the same coin yeah so like when you enter a relationship you know you there's so much love there but there's fear that goes along with that if that person that you're in love with dies like there's a fear there that's a fearful situation Mm -hmm. and so it's it's you have to kind of toe on the line of fear and recognize where this fear is coming from are you fearful that you're going to lose this person because you love them so much well are you loving them more than you're loving yourself? You know what I mean? Like there's this balance and, totally, and there's yeah. no there's no equation. There's no right or wrong way. Everyone is going to have a different experience and a different story. I love it. Now, as I said to you, I kiboshed a couple of my podcast episodes being a newbie yeah, and oh yeah. <laughs> trying to free up space. Can you just uh, do a quick reminder? Um, just do a quick recap of your story with um, – studying molecular science, working in a lab, getting into bodybuilding, and then getting into energy healing. Can you just, because people won't be able to listen to that last one, can you just tell a quick okay. uh, little, little story? Blurb. Yeah, please. Yeah. Um, well, I should start by saying that energy healing was prominent in my childhood. I had a mother who studied Reiki in the early 90s and was able to practice with us um, for you know, majority of my childhood, which was so amazing. We had guided meditations as bedtime stories instead of bedtime stories. So she was pretty cool. (laughs) And then you become a teenager and your mom sucks and she's not cool anymore. And you deviate away from your parents as all of us do. And, and with that, I, I never meditated. I wasn't into the spiritual world at all, but I was in science. I studied biomolecular science. I have an honors degree in that, and I was in research for a little bit. And my desire to enter science was to help people. I really thought that in the lab, finding cures for different disease and ailments was how I was going to help people. And then I just quickly realized, I don't don't even know why, I mean, 
right now I know why and I'll get to that at the end of the story but at that time I just knew that I wasn't helping people as as well as I should be or as well as I could be meanwhile I was competing in bodybuilding and I was working with some coaches that were helping me not only with my physical body but with my mental and my spiritual as well and I was really blessed to work with some amazing men at that time and I decided you know that's what I'm going to do that's how I'm going to help people and so I quit my day job and I started as a personal trainer and then you know I've been doing that for a few years now and it's very successful but now again I have the same sort of feeling like I did when I was in the lab of this isn't the end all be all like I could be helping people on a much deeper platform than personal training and I recognize that everything is mindset and energy and and they're one and the same and we've actually been able scientifically to measure the mass of the thought so if you have a mass of anything it has an energetic property to it so we are all energy and we are all mindset and so how am I going to help someone whether it be from research or in the gym if they're energetically stuck Mm -hmm. or if they're constantly telling themselves they can't or they won't or they don't have time or this and that and the other excuse and so so many times I've had clients come to me and you know we get started and I give them all the tools that they need in order to meet their goals and it's just not possible Mm -hmm. and it's because we only have so much to handle we only have so much energy to put out there and in our society today we think that we're superhumans and we think that we can do all the things and not the stress is going to affect us at all and it's and it's going to be fine that's not the case we are sensitive beings and we're here to experience life and all that there is and so i decided that personal training is great it's still a staple in my practice i think there's great uses for it in some cases but i think i can help people a lot better if they're open to experiencing energy healing and you've been one of uh, you've experienced a couple sessions with me and you can test them you can test it what am I trying to say again I can't talk today. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can vouch test for you girl you. yeah that it's, it's it's profound right and the the results that you get with one hour session com- compared to you know hours of journaling or meditating or even working out like it's it's a lot more bang for your buck if you will what what happens for me in an energy session is well I mean I really find it goes great with like hand in hand with my therapy therapy. Yeah, yeah because but I find again it's not an instantaneous like I was watching um uh the show on Netflix the the Romanowski family, it's kind of like the Anastasia story. It's called like okay. the Tsars or something. Okay. The Tsar, I don't know how to pronounce it in Russia. Uh, anyways, and um, Rasputin is a healer. He's kind of like a, a wild spirited um, priest in how he puts his hands on people and he can heal them and he has these powers and it's part of history. And But I notice like my experience with energy healing it's not like that it's not like you come over and you touch me and everything well actually it is for like to be honest after I'm like hi I feel amazing um but it starts to open me up in ways like I said it's like and then little um 
I don't know if we would call them downloads or little coincidences, yeah. little also yeah. coincidences start to happen. And it's like, they're not like, are you paying attention, Kristen? And, yeah. um, again, in this art of this book of, um, the art of not giving a fuck, it does have its very rock star moments, but there's some powerful shit. And they, mm. they talk about how nowadays, and we have to be so careful of the media. There's another thing I'm learning is it's, everyone is to be the greatest versions of themselves and we're all we're all destined to be incredible and like Mm. and as much as that's motivating and positive i think it's fucking us up a little bit like well it's putting pressure on that that is sort of a little bit um overbearing because like you said it's not that instantaneous and we talked about this during your last session it's like you need to take your spiritual journey like a marathon and and, you know it's not gonna you're not gonna probably heal everything that you want to heal in this lifetime because there's depths to us there's Mm. depths to our soul to our beings to our collective energy and um but you said something great there of how like i just come and i do my thing and then it's like later on and it's not this instant change like you're seeing in this in the show on Netflix and it's because when I'm working with you I'm very much getting out of the way and I'm not sitting there thinking that I'm the one with the powers and I'm the one that's going to heal you I'm facilitating you to get into the meditative state to calm the conscious mind so that you are able to heal yourself mm-hmm. but a lot of us this 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 society we can't get into the meditative state on our own mm-hmm. it's we are too overstimulated and we cannot sit in silence cross-legged with our eyes shut focusing on our breathing for an hour a day it's just not realistic to our society and so when you see an energy healer it's like meditation on steroids mm-hmm. but the key is is that you can't just go see an energy healer, or if you do have an in-depth meditation practice, you can't just do your meditate, your sit for the hour in the day and expect to be healing yourself. There's work to be done in the realm of the, of the human world. And if you're not doing that work, then you're not going to elevate your vibration and your soul. You're going to stay stuck. And if you're looking at someone else to come and heal you, then it's not going to happen. If yes. anybody says to me, oh, I'm dealing with this, this, and this, I'd like to try energy healing and see if that works for me. No, I'm not giving them a session because mm-hmm. it's not about me trying to work with them or trying to help them. It's them being open to helping themselves and them being open to love. And that means looking at the stuff about yourself that's not so nice that we all have. This client of mine, okay, I'm going to uh-huh. call him my angel because literally that's okay. like – he like he was brought to me like to teach me shit that goes with everything that we're doing he he described it as like something like an illness like you move you move in a direction right you're in ottawa and you move Uh towards toronto and toronto is your illness and once you get there you're sick or you really start to realize something's happening and it's not just boom you go back to ottawa you actually have to travel backwards through all the things that happened and you know what I mean? And I uh-huh. I have goosebumps just reciting it. All the things that happen to go back to where it started, even if it's right. a physical illness. And I was like, wow. Right. <laughs> right. And usually 
where things started are between the age of in utero to seven years old because that is the time where our subconscious mind is being is is a sponge is tangible is sucking everything that it sees in their environment Mm -hmm. and taking it as fact Mm -hmm. and then that's what the conscious mind is running off 90 percent of and so your experience from zero to seven years old is quite profound Mm -hmm. but we have so much damage there as well just because of how our society is and so how can we go back and look at that and heal those wounds that's that's a that's a task for only warriors like you and myself because it's our it's our foundation that's our foundation Mm -hmm. and then we've built a house then we build the house and we're like how come this house is house is having earthquakes you have to Mm -hmm. we have to go back to the foundation and my therapist also mentioned like and he's like yes that's absolutely right also, you are imprinted all the way up to like 25 too. So it doesn't stop there. He's like right. the manipulation and the and the socialization and the imprinting. Like it continues until yes. you're like 25. And then that's your foundations built. Like, you know, and so, yeah, going back and reconstructing that foundation is beautiful and painful and it's work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's just beautiful. It's sad, like it was something that popped in my head, and it's kind of saddening is that as a society, we operate on a system that between the ages of zero and twenty-five, you're being governed by an institution. Oh, you're going, you're going to school, yes. and then you're going to school again, and then you're going to school again, and then you're getting into a full-time job. And surrounding you is your family members have who've received their programming and conditioning from their parents and so on and so on and so it's yeah it's like you said it's a painful painful journey back but oh my gosh once you do make that effort to pass push past that pain and push and, and process those emotions that you couldn't process so long ago life is exhilarating there is is a joie de vie that you cannot emphasize enough about and people don't even realize it like my neighbors like i live in a i live in a condo building that there's a lot of uh elderly people and they are always making comments about how i'm just like around the condo at like 11 a.m or like 1 a.m or sorry 11 11 a.m or 1 p.m in the middle of the week it's like, what do you do? Are you not? Do you not work? Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, I work. <laughs> and they're confused that I live in this gorgeous condo that they took their lifetime to be able to afford, and I'm hanging out in the in the common area at one o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. Yeah. And there's more ways to live our life and to and to experience life, and all you have to do is be real and true with yourself, mm-hmm. whatever that friggin' looks like, and to not to judge what that looks like. Yes. Yeah. I love how you keep saying don't judge it because I, I've been judging my anxiety, mm-hmm. pushing it mm-hmm. down, shoving it away, neuralistic mm-hmm. programming, everything, and it's like this is this this is spirit. This is spirit talking to me, and it's taking mm-hmm. time to like listen. I'm not there yet, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. the process it's is all beautiful. Good. Yeah, it's all good. My thing's anger. My I don't I don't deal with anxiety, but I deal with an overbearing anger. And I've been working with my anger for a long time and she still shows up and, you know, you've got to be friends with it. You got to almost like name it and recognize it because 
when they do come up and it, and it usually comes up in the mind, right? Recognizing that we can see our thoughts and hear our thoughts is an indication that they are not us. And mm-hmm. so if we can feel the anxiety or the anger come up and recognize that it's not our true essence, it's just something that is trying to talk to us, then we can talk to it. But if you're saying, if you're sitting there thinking, this is me, why am I so angry or why I'm so anxious, then that's tough to, pu- to push past, right? Yeah. I actually uh, was thinking today because my boyfriend has anger as well and in a sense it's beautiful he's not afraid like I said I was on the phone the other day like oh my god the neighbors are yelling (laughs) no it was him (laughs) like right and he and he's not afraid to 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 let it out mind you I'm learning too that like screaming and shouting it's it's like okay you kind of ejaculated it a bit but it's not it's not comforting it right so I, I actually was thinking about eventually having you do a healing session for him um, yeah, sometime. Like, but yeah, I, well, I can see. What I have learned is from my anger is that it is a lack of forgiveness. And my lack of forgiveness came because I experienced divorced parents at the age of four and I wasn't able to forgive anybody for that. And I didn't realize this until just a few months ago on one of my plant medicine retreats. But like, I, I came to this visualization and this moment of gratitude um, of my parents getting together with my sister and I, like later in life, I, it was when I graduated university, we had a dinner to celebrate and I was so grateful for this moment and I didn't understand why. And then I went into meditation and it just clicked that I never mourned the loss of my family unit. And as a four-year-old child, that was important. And so I carried all this anger with me because I never was able to mourn this family unit. And then I started to judge myself for this anger. Mm -hmm. So to be able to forgive the situation, not just to forgive my parents, my dad and my mom, because they're just a part of my contract, my soul contract, my part on this earth. And I, I am here to experience divorce and what that brings in Mm -hmm. um but it wasn't until i was able to forgive myself and and by doing that that's when i kind of was able to see my anger a little differently like oh okay you held on to all this pain and you weren't forgiving yourself for it so your projection is anger makes sense let's start to work on forgiveness yeah Mm -hmm. oh that's uh that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. No problem. So when we get into um, our topic of vibes, are we talking about uh-huh. energy energy vibes? Or? Or? What's, or no, uh, sorry. When you say vibes, you mean energy, yes. right? That's well, what energy I'm... is everything. So energy is everything. let's get so back to say... Einstein. First, can we explain E equals MC squared? <laughs> for people that might not, that are oh, very new God. to this, right? I, You're like, why uh, would you make me ener- do this? I'm sorry. So yeah, basically, I don't even remember what it stands for. So, okay, you know what? Equals mass time I'm gonna sound something. really, I'm gonna sound smart, but it's only because I listened to a podcast all about crystals, and I was like, hug. I'll send you the podcast. Actually, it was really cool. But E equals so energy equals matter squared, right? So it's basically we look at a table, everything's uh-huh. vibrating. I look at you and uh-huh. me. 
uh-huh. we're vibrating. Uh, everything uh-huh. that is solid around us is actually vibrating and everything vibrates at a different frequency. So when yes. I was curious about, you know, crystals, they, they have been around for millions of years and they vibrate at an intense frequency. Um, yes. and then this podcast, I'll really send it to you cause it's like, I don't know, it's just really informative. Um, okay. and then it, they say like, so energy in the in the world is like swimming in water you get into a pool and you start moving your arms around what happens there is a vibration Ah. that moves so they said your thoughts are and i am gonna say your spirit is like that it produces that sort of energy that moves and crystals also have an energy that's similar to that it's like Ah. it's moving it's just things that we can't see does does that make sense yeah, absolutely. And, and you said our thoughts and, our, and the crystals, but also our physical bodies, right? Our own physical bodies and our organ systems also have a vibration to them because they're also, they're all energy. So when you're talking about vibrations, vibrations is just the, the react, the, what you get yes. from being energy. Like a trans, right? like a transductor, like does that make yeah. sense? Because I, yeah. it also said like you cannot create or destroy energy. That is science. All you can do is, yes, all you can do is trans, um, transform and transmute trans- it. Transform, transfer, and transmute. Yeah. Okay. There we go. We're working together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna keep, we'll keep it in context of the physical body right now, but okay. I do want to get into the concept of crystals and inanimate objects um so when we started our modern world and we started our medical system we based the information off of platonian views which means that each part of our body it is is its own working part and we are basically a machine with different working parts and nothing is really affecting the other part and that's how we, that's how our health is, or our healthcare is designed. And so we go into a doctor and we say, these are my symptoms. Give me something to solve these symptoms. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. quantum physics was born in 1925, it proved that we were more than just a physical body. It proved that we had an electromagnetic field, an aura, if you will. And we never took into consideration that piece of information, that vital piece of information. And now quantum physics and metaphysics are huge growing fields. And we're back stuck with our own Platonian views on our and our healthcare. Why? This is another conversation, but it makes people a lot of money. And so when you are talking about your vibration, a physical body's vibration, everything you put into your body is going to affect that. So if you're going to choose to drink natural spring water or if you're going to choose to drink Coca-Cola, that is going to have an effect on your energy system in your body. Mm -hmm. One is high vibrational. One is low vibrational. Mm -hmm. The foods you eat are the same thing. The air you breathe is the same thing. We can feel the difference or, or smell the difference, if you will, if you're breathing in fresh air on a country field versus downtown Ottawa uh, in front, in, on Bank Street, right? 100%. There's, yeah. there's a difference there in the quality, um, the thoughts that you're thinking. 
a high vibrational thought is I am love, I am worth it, I am good enough. A low vibrational thought is I fucking suck, I'm so stupid, I don't know what the hell I'm doing with my life. Mm -hmm. And so it's all vibration. If you in your physical body are at a low vibration, you're not feeding your your body with good food or water you're not moving it in a way that is loving and exploratory you're not having healthy conversations in in your head with yourself and you're not connecting with your your family and friends in a loving and supporting way then you are you are vibrating low i'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news Mm -hmm. but this is just the reality but the good thing is is you have everything in your power to raise your own vibration everything in your power and you don't even have to seek out guidance or really understand the science behind it you just need to tune inwards and ask yourself does my body need this is this good for me Mm -hmm. and you will get an answer you will know and so in terms of crystals I'm going to use the amethyst crystal for example I'm literally sitting pantless beside my amethyst crystal (laughs) (laughs) beautiful talk about it Um, so amethyst crystal is a is one of many crystals and it is it is clear and purple for those who don't know and it has a vibration that is in in alignment with our crown chakra Uh, That is our connection to source, uh, our connection to God or the universe, whatever you want to call it. It helps with our intuition. It helps with uh, life purpose, connecting with your soul and your path. And so if your physical body is vibrating so low, buying an amethyst crystal is not going to do you shit. You do not have the physical capabilities of being able to connect with the vibration of that crystal. Hmm. It's only until we are able to connect with our own selves that we're then we're able to connect with the outside sources. And, you know, it's the same concept of you, you have to love yourself first before you love everyone else. You can't sit there in a, in a body that is low vibration and, and have all these crystals around you, but you're still stuffing your face and not moving your body and telling yourself you're crap and mm-hmm. in a toxic relationship, right? It's not It's not about the outside sources. It's about your inner strength and your inner power and honoring that whatever that looks like and then these other things are just tools along the way uh yeah same mentality of the person trying to look for outsiders to help them lose weight right to to reach out for the next the next fat diet to help them lose weight is probably the same type of person who's going to reach for the crystal to help them be happy it's it's putting your power out there rather than owning it we have all our own power within us and and learning to tap into it is like we already said is scary and painful but that is the path to sustainable health and happiness sustainable once you're there you cannot bring yourself back down really that's super motivating well, it's hard to. I mean, you do. I mean, we all have. We ebb and flow, we right? We probably like you have would. Like unconscious yeah. Moments, yeah. But it, you know, you're not stuck there. Yeah. You're able to come back into your beauty and your essence quite easier. It kind of sounds like enlightenment in a way, you know. Like once you're, yeah, once you get uh-huh. there, you, you don't you don't want to go back. Like why why would yeah. you? Like what? Yeah. Why the hell yeah. would you? Um, <laughs> I I definitely can I can. 
I can vouch for that again because I did buy some crystals. And so I, w- I went to a fair once and a uh-huh. woman took a crystal and she moved it over one side of my body. And no word of a lie, it was like relaxation on that entire side of my body and I was like what the hell so I bought a couple and I'm like using them and one you know one time actually I did have one work for me but I'm thinking okay but is it my thoughts that are working for me or is it the crystal and then when Uh I did more research into into that everything has a vibration it just it works that it helped me understand that the crystals work along with your vibration you know and when I walked into that store yesterday my vibration was high and that like I could Uh feel the crystals and I'm like this is this is what I felt this is okay I get this Uh you know Uh like so yeah to like to walk around with crystals and then do things that are counterintuitive to to your healing yeah that makes sense it's not gonna work yeah. And I, I think there's something to be said also about how, uh, what am I trying to say here? I also like, um, I hope, I don't want to make you lose your thought, but when you no, say like, like food, <laughs> food, hopefully it comes back, food, movement, thoughts, and your environment affect your vibration, like, um, like how I want that to be I want that to be motivating for people yeah because I want them to feel like okay if food thoughts and environment is what is really affecting my health and happiness well I'm in the I have the power to change Mm -hmm. all those things okay that's I have the power to make switches on all those things for me and myself and that's where I want to go with that because if you think about it, you know those quotes like if you eat the right things and you do the right exercise and you go to yoga every fucking day and, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. but your thoughts are in a place of negativity. They're not helpful. It needs to heal. Then the food isn't going to do what it's supposed to do. The movement isn't going to do what it's supposed to do. And I can yes. see that's why you're like, okay, yes, I'm a personal trainer. However, People come to me and they need healing on the inside. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> you can go unhealthy. And, 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 when you, and when you see those signs of like, oh, you just need to eat this way or move this way and you'll be healthy and happy. Again, that's, that's, that's creating our, uh, a box around us. And it's telling people you have to do yoga every day and then you're going to be healthy. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, if you don't like yoga, you don't have to do yoga. If you don't like working out, you don't have to work out. If you yeah. don't like dancing, you don't have to dance. Yeah. You have to do what your soul wants you to do. Yeah. And I don't think that there's any soul that wants you sitting on the couch, wasting your life, yeah. eating chips and Coke and scrolling social media. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's not, it's not love and our souls only really know love. It's not love. That's a good way of really coming back down to... Yeah, it's not love, girl. It's not love. It's not love. And yeah. if it's not love, what is it? We don't want it. I think that's friggin' beautiful. So um, I think, like, from what we've talked about, if people want to start being more high vibe or living a high vibe life or just, I guess, elevate their vibration, what is the first thing that they can start to consider doing? Okay. Besides just eating a bunch of kale. <laughs> um, observe. 
Okay. Observe I'm yourself. writing this down. Okay. <laughs> Observe yourself, your actions, how you talk to others, and how you talk to yourself. Just keep observing. Because in that observation is, is where you are able to separate yourself from your conscious mind. So with no judgment. Observation with no judgment. Observation with no judgment. Okay. All One right. thing that I notice that I do all the time is when someone is, and I, I do this with friends, with clients, with my partner, with my family, if someone is talking to me about a problem that they are having, it is very hard for me to sit there and hold space for them and and to support them without giving them advice or what I think they should do. Yes, me too. That's so hard for me. The, the, so, like, yes. <laughs> so practicing being empathetic and saying, I hear you, I understand you, mm. I am here for you for support and for hold space is powerful. Really and for powerful. me to say, oh, well, you should do this, that, and this is me judging your experience and me telling you how to uh, solve your experience when it doesn't really need to be solved. It just needs to be experienced. That's, and so that that's was something beautiful. that was interesting. Yeah, yeah, you know what? And that's what a therapist does too, Jazz. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to therapy. Um, I've had a therapist that do that, but it's not okay. It's not helpful. It's not helpful no. to come in and be like, Kristen, you're fucked up. <laughs> this is what you need to do. No, like they literally help you to unlayer yourself and f- and mm-hmm. find your own answers. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The good ones. Okay. So we have observed self. Anything else like after that? Meditates. Okay. And. So as difficult as meditation is, we need to recognize that that is the practice. Mm. It's supposed to be difficult. The practice is every time you come to sit in silence that your monkey mind is racing Mm -hmm. and that it takes you forever to calm it down. And maybe it's only calm for two seconds, but the next time it's five seconds, the next time it's 15. And so to be able to have a meditative practice is very 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 important i, I think active that. meditation is great i think i think you know walking meditations and um i don't really know too many other types of active meditations rather than walking i'm sure there's tons out there but i think it's great to be able to have a mindfulness in your day but i don't think mindfulness and quiet in the mind meditation for real is it has the same benefit. I think they both are beneficial, yes. but I think they both need to be implemented. I agree. And you know why I agree? Because you can't meditate and drive. You can be no. mindful and and relax, yes. but that's your, that's exactly right, right? Like you can't, yeah. you know, you hear the, the guided meditation is like, do not do this and drive. Like obviously, because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like a, you know, it's a deeper um, practice. Yeah, it's a deeper practice. Whereas, it's, yeah, it's getting yourself to the space where the conscious mind is is not ruling you anymore, and that's hard to do with all the stimulation we have in our outside world. So, if your eyes aren't shut, I mean, you got to be pretty advanced to be able to do that. I I would say, but like power to you if you can. Yeah, no, I think it's uh, I think it's beautiful. Okay, um, so after meditation, anything else? Have those tough conversations with your family that you know that you've been needing to have for so long. 
Oof, Jazz, why would you say that? <laughs> That's going to unlock all the juiciness of your, of your process. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I don't want to talk to my family. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, I, <laughs> I think that... Um, I think that that's important, and and I don't wow. think that that means. I don't think that means having the conversation with them face to face. I think oh. that could mean oh, yeah. writing them letter. Perfect. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> right. But but processing those hard conversations yes. that have been eating at you for a while because they are they are speaking to you for a reason, and there is something on the other side of that fear that is going to be so beautiful. That is something that is also done in therapy, Jazz. I don't know if you know oh, that. Oh, there you go. You know, it is. Like, writing a letter. So, writing a letter yeah. to your mother. And, and, like, you talked before. Like, it's the – you're not thinking about. You're just writing. You don't filter. Yeah. You, and you don't judge. If you're like, fuck you. you don't judge it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You just you, – yeah. yeah. Oh, beautiful. Okay. That makes me yeah. feel better because I thought I had to go and have a talk with my family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've done both. Yeah. Um, I mean, I might someday. Yeah, yeah, and I think that I think that having the in-person conversations are extremely powerful. But at the end of the day, if it's all energy and you can release from this thing yourself on your own, then that's good enough. Oh, I and love it. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Anything else? <laughs> Just gonna keep uh, milking you. Oh my gosh. Well. I feel like after I that, on, I feel like I can go on forever. Well, what, what's what you, the first what thing? That, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Self love and self care, and I think they go hand in hand. I think they're really the same thing. Self love and self care. I think that a lot of people are very afraid to take care of themselves. You know, so many people that don't take their sick days. That oh my god! Have been on a vacation right? forever. Yeah. That, don't go to the dentist or you know their finances are a mess and they don't keep up with a budget like whatever your self-care is for you I think that is crucial and let's take a moment to note that you know if you're really good at pampering yourself and if you're really good at taking care of your physical body self-care is not going to look like a bubble bath for you Mm -hmm. because that's something that you're doing naturally and already and that's not something that is that is a little bit more challenging for someone like that i would say well a self-care could be going to play in the woods or going for a hike and getting messy Mm -hmm. you know what i mean self-care could also be yeah sorry continue I, i i i just think that if Nowadays, with our social media, we see all these hashtag self-care things, and, <laughs> and a it's face just mask. what's and what and a face mask. <laughs> and, yeah, a face mask and a bubble bath, and we're calling it a day. Meanwhile, like I said, finances are a mess. My mental health is is unstable, and I I don't love how my body feels. So, if if self-care is a little bit challenging you're probably in the right space. You know, um, I have to share this. Please let me share this. I had a, I had a week where I saw you. I saw my Reiki healer. And in the same week, I saw my therapist. And in the same week, I saw my Cairo. And I was kind of like... Can I pause you for one second? Yeah, absolutely. Reiki is some, one of the modalities that I have. But I don't really use it 100%. I'm sorry. That's okay. Energy healing. 
Yes, yeah, it's, it's I'm a very sorry. Term. Yeah, it's okay. It's that's okay. Good. I have it's a friend who's a therapist, and I called her a coach, and she was like, "Kristen, I'm a psychotherapist," and I was like, "I'm sorry." She's like, "It's all good." Okay, so, so in that week, I was kind of like, "Ooh, yeah. like three hundred dollars, like whew, you know." And then I, yeah. I went yeah. on social media, and I saw like someone like with their lashes done and their hair done and their lips done, and I was like, "You know what?" I don't spend money on those things because they are not, they are no longer a priority for me. My self-care is this. I, and, and I, and the, the, I guess any sort of like, cause I don't know, I, my dad's really stingy, right? Not stingy, but he's, okay. you know, he's, frugal. he's a, he's very frugal and okay. stingy sounds bad. Um, <laughs> and that was, it was a beautiful way of me being like, yeah, fuck it. This is my self-care. I do not have to apologize or feel guilty yeah. about my self-care. I don't need to get, I could get my nails done. I don't need to. I really don't care about it. Yeah. I could get my hair done. I don't need to. I don't care about it. Yeah. You know, so it was, it For was sure. a great moment where I was like, this is my self-care and I love it. And I go to work sometimes mm. now without makeup. I never used to do that ever. Amazing. I don't care. Now, <laughs> I think it's important to note that the girls that are still doing those things and prioritizing those things, that's okay too. I know, I know. (laughs) No, but what I want to say is that we can't accept things that um, really, really make our, our, our belief system in jeopardy. Okay, so like if like our conscious yes. mind is always there yes. to protect us. Mm-hmm. So if there is something that an information that is being given to us that is going to throw our belief system through the window, it's just not possible for us. We're not at that stage yet. Yep, yep. That so makes if sense. you tell somebody that they will be healthy and happy if they spend a week in the dirt and they don't have to buy anything or do anything for some people that that shakes up their belief system to the core. It doesn't make yeah. That's not, it's, yeah, it doesn't, it, they can't accept it as reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so that has taken me a long time to learn. And, and I've, I've placed judgments on others of like, why aren't you as awake as I am sort of thing? Because mm. they're at, they're still doing these things. And it's, it's respecting where everyone's at on their journey as best as you possibly can. I like that you said that. And, and it might, yeah. it might not like, and you said before, it might not even be in this lifetime. Like that's, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, instead of being like you're a materialistic bitch, and <laughs> instead, and I'm just being funny. I this is my sense yeah, of humor, I know. but like no, and I'm you know because in in a sense it's like yeah we're just yeah that makes sense. But but that that quote unquote materialistic bitch is living her life probably happy as a pig in shit because she has all these material things that are comforting her. Meanwhile, we're over here placing judgments, lowering our vibration. I so love it. You know, yes. wrong there. I love that you said that. Thank you. That was yeah. a perfect way to, that was a perfect <laughs> little thing to throw in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, <laughs> I had a, I had an, somebody offer, um, someone that's getting new into, I, it, this was Reiki specifically, an offer kind okay. of doing a, a free session or something. And I. Recently? Recently. But I was like, listen, man, I have one boyfriend. I have one therapist. I have one Reiki um, healer. I Sorry, I have one energy healer. I, You know uh-huh. what I mean? I have one, like, it just doesn't make sense to me to, it just doesn't make sense. Like, it just, it would feel, it's not, it's not with my, 
Well, no, it's more like, uh, oh, how can I wear this? No, it's not aligned with what I'm doing right now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, why would I go to another therapist? Person. I don't want to. Yeah. Like, I don't need to. Right. Right? right? Why would I have another boyfriend on the side? I don't want to. I don't need to. Right. Why would I, yeah. why would, and, and energy to me is no joke, Jazz. And I told you this in oh. the previous, in the previous podcast, like, it took me a while to find you. It took me a while to trust you. It took me a while to open up and let this in. And I, it's no fucking joke. Like, I feel like, you know, if someone wanted to approach energy therapy, what would be, like, what would you recommend? Like someone who's wanting to, like, um, perform, like, to do a session, like, to experience a session? To experience. Or to become a therapist? No, to experience okay. a session. And not because they just um, want to try it. It's because, like, I did it, not because I, oh, let me, how do I wear this? Like, of course I wanted to try it, but I did not want to try it with, with anybody. I actually did not want to, quote, try it. Because I'm like, I don't want to mess with it. I don't want to do uh-huh. it until it feels like the right time. And it just felt like the right time. And, and that's what I would say, that it's a calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you, have to, you have to feel a call to work with the person. And mm. again, that goes into trust, trusting your inner guidance and, and, your, and your inner power, your own essence, and listening to that voice and stepping into that. And I've worked with a few different healers, and there's been times where I've asked should I continue working with this person? And I didn't listen and it didn't end up well. So it's all about, you know, seeing what's out there and you don't really need to search. If there is, yeah. if you are looking for energy healing, trust me, there's probably something popping up in your field or on your news feed yeah, already. That you feel drawn to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just about trusting that and stepping into it and allowing, allowing whatever to unfold. Yeah. That's beautiful, sweetie. Is there anything else you want to touch on with vibrations? Um, honor where you're at. Just honor where you're at and wherever you're at without judgment. And by doing so, that instantly will elevate you to some degree. Amazing. I was thinking mm-hmm. of another thing. Um, there's actually, there's so many things where you can raise your, like even like, go, like you said, you spent some time in nature that can elevate your bright yes. vibration music oh i'd love to go to music. a sound bath um yeah one time i when you know, you, what, you know what i was thinking about you today i don't know if i was it was a dream or i had like a vision of <laughs> us in a sound bath together really but one of the one of the cool things in some sound baths is that you actually use your voice as well and there's specific notes that go with each chakra jazz and I thought, how amazing would it be if I was playing the bowls and then Kristen was chanting these sounds? I was thinking the same thing like a month ago. Like not on that, not that specific, but something similar. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, let's it's do brutal. it. Yeah. Now, when we, when you played the bowls at one point, it was beautiful. One sound, and you said this during our energy healing session, like was really annoying. Like it actually was kind of like, ah, like I wanted to cover my ears. What is that about? Uh, what we resist will persist. Oh, so the things that we here are we go. <laughs> are the things that we need to step into more. Okay, okay. Um, and so that specific bowl was probably attuned to a specific chakra that you were having some issues with. Okay. 
I think I think if you went back to it now, we've done some work and cleared you out, you might have a different experience. Cool. Mm-hmm. So basically step into the discomfort. Step into the discomfort. I love it. Okay, sweetie. Well, and let's... knowing the difference. Oh, I have one more thing to say. Please, no, please. No, knowing the difference between discomfort and pain and understanding that discomfort is okay. You know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of us but fear discomfort. Isn't pain okay, too? Like, what? what's the... How do you distinguish between the two? Like, crying okay. and pain. Like, I, okay, that can be so healthy, right? I, the, I would say that the difference is this. Okay. When you are in a relationship that might be toxic, mm. pain would be staying in that relationship and not expressing how you feel and just being comfortable like just trying to get comfortable into it discomfort Ah. is having the conversation with your loved one or partner about how you're feeling i love that explanation yeah so there's unnecessary pain and then there's discomfort and discomfort is okay it's where we experience our growth and you know what actually something just came to me Mm -hmm. i could be wrong is pain Again, from a position of fear, whereas discomfort might be a position of love? Of course, because if you are in the toxic relationship and you're not speaking up about your feelings and your true self, you're afraid of being alone. Yeah, you're probably afraid of being alone. Yep, yep. Yep, fear of being alone, fear of being judged, fear of not being enough, like whatever it is. Um, yeah, absolutely. Where discomfort is, okay, I know that this is going to be a little sketchy right now, but I'm doing it because I love myself and I need to move forward with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Lots of juicy tidbits in this one, eh? Always. Like I said, I, I accidentally <laughs> deleted the last one for a reason. <laughs> there you go. It's so, all meant to be. All meant to be. Jazz, again, where can people find you and what's um what's up and coming for you? Okay, so you can find me on Instagram as the best way to reach me right now at Heal with Jazz. Jazz with uh, a Z me... or an S? No, with I, an S. Okay, I always forget. Yeah, Heal with Jazz J A S. message me on there. I am currently booking into mid August for healing sessions. Um, I'm also running three classes a week at Union Meditation Studio on Beachwood. So two nights a week on Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. We have guided meditations. And then on Friday at lunch, I do an hour class that is reflect and release. And that class starts with a bit of journaling. We go into a meditation. And during the meditation, I offer energy healing for those that are open for it. Um, it's only about Ooh. five, ten minutes each person. So they don't get the full experience. But it's definitely a nice uh, Friday lunch, end of the week sort of thing. So you can find me at Union three times a week. You can find me on Instagram to uh, book a session with me. Mm-hmm. And is your uh, website still up and running? Yeah, but no, I need okay. to work on it. This That's like my okay. Next to do. Go to Instagram. Um, That's all good. Go to Instagram. Yeah, jazzyfit.com is up there, but it's not the way that I want it to look, and it's just not in alignment right now. So I'm not really pushing it. Okay, girl. But without judgment. Without <laughs> judgment. Good. Yeah, and actually, I'm going to send you a contact after this conversation for. Perhaps... I was going to ask you about her. Yep. I'm going to send okay, her your send way, this. and I'm telling you, okay. quality, mm, yeah. Okay. 
We'll okay. do that. Okay, sweetie. Thank you so much. You have a beautiful day. Okay, you too, girly. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye.